Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone, and you're watching the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast. One hour of commercial-free podcasting starts now. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Super Fantasy Bros Podcast, brought to you with the Old City Sports Network, as always. Week 8 is in the books, and we've got a ton of stuff to recap. Uh, going to keep it rolling as we get closer and closer to the playoff push for fantasy. Um, for today's episode, going to keep doing the same calm or chaos, talking about some guys who struggled in week eight, and then getting into trust or bust later, talking about some guys who had some really good outings, and if they are trustworthy or not in your lineup. Then we'll wrap up with some trade targets and trivia. But let's get started. Was that the guys song who struggled. That- Intro song used song. on Thursday. That that was refreshing. That's I like it. There's a new John, yeah. Because I actually hated the song that was being used, however long it's been. Yeah, I found that one. Uh, I made a new intro video, so now that I don't have to mute us automatically, so oh, we are we got the music in there already. Advancing as always here on the Super Fantasy Bros <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Uh, but let's start with Comcast, the quarterback position, Patrick Mahomes. Didn't think he'd be here, but 5.64 points lands you here no matter what. 24 of 38, 241 yards, two picks, and a fumble lost. Did three, have three carries for 20 yards. Did have the flu as well. Is this calm or oh, chaos for Mahomes? Chaos, you love washed. to see it. He's washed, right? Yeah, he's washed. Oh, yeah, he's washed. I love to see it. And then Kelsey. Washed, old, dirty, old washed laundry. Yep. Kept in the dryer too long. Drop him. Yeah, please drop him. No, you're obviously calm on Mahomes. You will be just fine. Uh, obviously, a weird game here. First time they lost to the Broncos in like sixteen games. Yeah, however many years that is—eight years, nine years, whatever. Mahomes, the, the Broncos had never beat Mahomes. They just did for the first time. Um, he should be fine. He struggled against the Broncos in that last game, so maybe the writing was yeah. on the wall. But he should be fine moving forward. I think it's almost a lock that next year the the. Packers, not Packers, the Chiefs get a big-time wide receiver. Like, they'll probably have Mike Evans or yep. something. It's almost a yep. 100% lock. Yeah, I mean, they kind of need one at this point. Like, they miss Reek. Yeah, they definitely miss Reek. Uh, no one's really picking up all that slack. And they don't even have a wide receiver that's playing, like, all the snaps. They just kind of bring them in and out yeah. like a carousel. Like, Rashi Rice has been, like, the most consistent one. And I think he's, like, peaked at, like, 59% of the snaps. Yep. So, like, I don't know what's up with them. But – they're the Chiefs. They'll figure it out. Uh, moving on to CJ Stroud, 12.9 points, 16 of 24 for 140 yards. Did have two carries for 13 yards and a rushing touchdown as well. Calm or chaos for Stroud? Uh, it's He's just a little rookie, man. He'll be all right. Such a weird – like, you just knew the tight Texans were somehow going to lose this game. It made no sense, but it also yeah. made sense. But I think you're calm. Yeah, three-point spread, I should have known. Like, the Panthers are, like, minus – or, like, plus eight or nine every game, and they were plus three <laughs> in this one. Um, obviously, home being at home, being in Carolina helped them as well. But I'm a little bit chaotic on C.J. Stroud in terms of, no. like, starting him as your fantasy quarterback. He hasn't had the greatest of games the last few weeks. Uh, Tampa Bay is really not a favorable matchup coming up. Cincinnati's also had a solid defense. Like, if he's yeah. been your locked-in number one, it hasn't – it's not been great the last three games he's played, and the schedule doesn't lighten up until 
Arizona, I guess, but then Jacksonville, Denver, the Jets, yeah, <laughs> Titans, Browns, yeah. Titans. So yeah, bad at three fourteen. Yeah, it's just not looking like it's like the best lineup here. I mean, he still has the weapons; he could still air it out. But um, I definitely would like to have another quarterback paired with him as like a starting option, just in case. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about some guys who overperformed, and maybe if you can trust them later. Uh, but Matt Stafford next on the list, 13.38 points, only completed 13 of 22 passes for 162 yards, one touchdown, one pick. He's only surpassed 20 points once in six-point passing touchdown leagues. How is that even possible with having Cooper Cup and Puka? I know. How is that possible? I have no idea. That doesn't seem right. And he's not practicing now, so who knows if he's even yeah, if he's even startable. Yeah, no, and he was injured last game. With yeah, that. he he missed uh, part of the game. He only played sixty eight percent of the snaps. So, yeah, unreal. It's got to be chaos on Stafford. Like he's at best a backup right now. Like he's put yeah. up decent numbers, but like he's surpassed <laughs> three hundred yards three times, and those were three of the first four weeks. And he still wasn't scoring 20 points because he was throwing picks. Right. Yeah. So, obviously, no rushing ability here. Not much upside for staff. Got to be chaos. Hell yeah, it's chaos. It makes no sense. Even, yeah. I'd, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't be upset if someone dropped them. Yeah, no. Definitely droppable at this point. Uh, moving on to running back. Miles Sanders, baby. A fresh... <laughs> Donut from the donut shop, zero points. Uh, 18% of the snaps after the bye, two carries, zero yards. His job's gone. He lost lost his job. I don't know if he lost his job, if he's still like playing through the injury, but it's 100% chaos and he's 100% not startable until we see him at least play 50% of the snaps and look like a competent running back because they're paying this man a lot of money to just sit on the bench right now. And I think they would want to play him, but. If he's not healthy, obviously they're not going to play him. And if he's stinking, maybe they're just benching him and just seeing what they have in Chuba. Almost fooled me preseason. Matt, unfortunately, fell for the cheese. I fell for the cheese yep. pretty hard, too. So <laughs> yep. uh, I was really all in on Sanders having a good season. Bad take by me. Hopefully he can turn awesome. it around. But yeah. beyond chaos, please keep him on your bench. I wouldn't Matt be mad dropped, all but the players I think Supposed to be good, but they're bad. <laughs> you got Booby, who's supposed to be good. Uh, Calvin Ridley's supposed to be good. T. Higgins. T. Higgins is supposed to be good. <laughs> That's bad luck. Yeah. Oh my god. Maybe he will bounce back second half. We shall see. Drop uh, Alexander Madison next. Four point three points. Sixteen carries for only thirty-one yards. So less than two yards a carry, and caught his lone target for two yards. Is it calm or chaos on Madison? He stinks so too. Chaos. chaos. He really stinks. Yeah. I was so high on him. I was so excited. But he's, yeah, he's just. Cam Akers is basically. K Akers has his job now, basically. Yeah, that that's embarrassing. That's how you know you're bad. That's yeah. how you know you're really bad. I mean, Cam Akers vultured the touchdown, but it's not like he was any more uh, productive either. Nine carries, 19 yards. So both of these dudes stink. Madison also stinks, though, and now that he's getting not 80% of the snaps and more like 50 60% of the snaps, he is 100% benchable at this point. 
not droppable, but I think you cannot start him right now. Uh, I don't know. Chaos. With yeah, Josh Dobbs now? good if he's a backup. But again. Josh Dobbs could be the – yeah, he needs, definitely needs to be a backup. But Josh Dobbs, a running quarterback, could take even more – whatever's left to take away from Alexander Madison will take it away. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we'll see. The Vikings are a little bit nerve-wracking now with Dobbs, so – uh, Damian Pierce, 4.6 points, 12 carries, 46 yards. This is now his fourth game with fewer than 10 fantasy points, and he only has one touchdown this season. That's why I picked up Devin Singletary in our main league, but not that he'll have any value. It's just yeah, uh, Pierce is a little stinky. Yeah. Just not a running back. Who cares about game. the volume anymore? It's not doing anything. Yeah. I mean, he's only got 50% of snaps three times, and those were his three best games, which was really only 14, 11, and 9. Um Though he hasn't had a target since week five, God. he's just not being involved in the running game. So he's basically, I mean, in the passing game. So he's basically just a touchdown dependent RB2 at best. Yeah. Chaos on Pierce for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the Texans aren't going to be up as we just went through their schedule. They're probably not going to be leading many games. Uh, Jerome Ford, 4.9 points, uh, waiver wire hero a few weeks ago. Now down to 33% of the snaps, nine carries for 37 yards, caught one of his two targets for two yards. Uh, he did get injured in week seven, may have played a factor in his fewer snaps this week. What do you think, Calmer Chaos for Ford? Uh, I guess I would stay calm. He's had more good games than bad. And yeah, probably the injury had something to do with it, but you're not expecting much this out of him anyway. One. Yeah. Yeah, because he's not like he's like someone who's like, had the backfield on lock and was proven. So, like, I wouldn't be shocked if they just do not give him as many snaps. I don't think Kareem Hunt's going to be able to hold a 65%, 70% snap share for the rest of the way, though. So, yeah, he wasn't yeah, too great either. either outside of a touchdown. He wasn't that great either. Yeah. Like, it's not like it's like a, a great situation. The Browns' offense is going to be a little bit weird. We'll see what they can do against the Cardinals. Yeah. I'm going to stay calm for now, but not like the calmest. I got an eyebrow <laughs> raised. <laughs> The rock. Something to keep an eye on. Tony Pollard, 6.5 points, 12 carries for 53 yards, caught his lone target for two yards. He now has nine or fewer points in three of the last four games. Oh, God. He has two touchdowns this year, and they're both in week one. And he was drafted in, like, the second round for most people. Yeah, man. It is chaos. Pass one and wanted to take him at our first-round pick at – where did, I, where did I pick? It, Eight? Who was no, your first ten. pick? Eleven? Yeah, I think it may have been one before me because I was uh, – maybe I think I was ten. Okay. I don't know. Cass wanted to take him there where we took Chubb. I told him. And I, he definitely, I feel like, was going there in most drafts. 100% he was going there. Yeah, Pollard was going pretty high. Obviously, the volume still seems to be there. He's still getting the majority of the snaps. Um the last two weeks, the receiving floor receiving floor was better. Obviously, only one target this past game. They were up humongous. Like the Cowboys game script has been so weird this season, where it's like they're either blowing the doors off of a team or like sucking blowing up. Yeah. <laughs> so Cowboys are weird. We'll see what happens versus the Eagles. I would lean towards hopefully getting blown yeah. the fuck out. Um <laughs> Either way, but, he won't see much work. Yeah, I think so. in the passing game, if they are getting blown out, I think that benefits Pollard, but that's about it. Yeah, I'm staying calm, but it's not what you expected. I think yeah. he's yep. a low-end RB1, maybe high-end RB2 right now for sure. Yep. Um, Isaiah Pacheco, 
6.7 points, eight carries for 40 yards, caught three or four targets for negative three yards. First bad game in a while. Yeah, Kyle. I'm super calm. I'm not this even. Game, that game was just weird for anyone Chiefs related. I think you yeah. just kind of crossed it off. Yeah. Bury the tape. Go back next week. Uh, Pacheco, definitely calm. Ramondre Stevenson, last running back, seven points, 10 carries, 39 yards, caught two of four targets for 11 yards. Looked pretty good the last two weeks. Yeah. A down week again. I don't know what to make of Ramondre. <laughs> I don't even like thinking about him. I don't know. Like if, he, if he's not getting a bunch of receptions, he's like. Yeah, yeah, because he's definitely not guaranteed a touchdown with, uh, first of all, the Patriots offense sucking, but Zeke also being there is like a vulture in the red zone. So, yeah, yeah, you're calm, but your expectations are a lot lower than they were. He's a flex, low end, high end, low end RB2 yeah, like, or high end flex. Starting him? Like, like if you're probably. thin at running back, you probably are. Like, he's still RB24 on the season, although he hasn't had his bye week, but still, he's just mid. Super mid. If you have Jerome Ford, are you starting him? I think I'd still go over Mondre. Mm-hmm. Maybe. All right, all right. You think about it though. You I mean, two of the last three weeks, that. he was pretty good. But yeah, it's definitely definitely a thinker. Like Gus Ramondre. Gus is juicy. Gus has been munching. We're definitely talking uh-huh. about Gus later, but <laughs> I don't know how much Gus can keep it up. I <laughs> know it's insane. All right, let's move on to wide receiver. Uh, starting with the Raiders wide receivers, Devontae Adams, 2.1 points, caught one of seven targets for just 11 <laughs> yards. Now is 8.5 points or fewer in three of the last four games. And then Jacoby Myers only got one target, caught it for 19 yards. It's um, the same if they count chaos those. For both. If they count those long misses from Jimmy as targets, that's unfair, but probably chaos targets chaos it's definitely chaos i thought i was going to be the odd man out here he doesn't want to be there and that's like the scariest thing you could have for like a player that well they did interview me said he wants to be there cap i mean it was his choice to go there they do not i i swear i read something where he said he wanted like a, a change of scenery or something i don't know he definitely regrets it because he left he went there for Derek Carr, and he said it was his childhood team but now Derek carr is gone and Jimmy G stinks, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's a business, so like you saw Derek Carr leave, like he had to stay. He was kind of like already locked in on the contract. So, um, yeah, he didn't request a trade at the trade deadline after that unreally bad uh, Monday night game. I think he's more scared of going anywhere else where it could even be worse. Um, But the one sliver of hope here for Devontae Adams is Josh McDaniels, the offensive coordinator, (laughs) and the GM all got fired. So. Uh, could kind of give a little bit of new life into this team, uh, rally around like the interim head coach and see what happens. Uh, so maybe a little bit calm, but I think it's got to be like, I think better days are ahead for Devontae Adams. He's still Devontae Adams. Yeah, right? I was going to say that's that's what you're banking on. Um, you're banking on the talent. Apparently the Jets were trying to get him or Mike Evans and both teams said that he's not. they're not on the market. That would have been crazy if they got either of them. Yeah. I don't know why the Jets are like dying for that like they just need also I was, think, I was thinking on monday like what happened to hunter renfro he fell off of all people he fell off bad he's yeah so two years ago he was like number 11 wide receiver now he can't even get on the field yeah yep. he's brutal they actually played him a decent amount this last yeah game. i know he couldn't catch the ball yeah he he looks rough um i think i'm staying 
more towards calm on both, but like you're definitely nervous about Adams. But like, what are you gonna do? Bench him? Like, yeah. you bench him on up twenty, you're gonna hate yourself. If anything, yeah, if anything, Aiden O'Connor will throw. Just force feed him the ball. Yeah. Hopefully, the new OC kind of opens things up. But if it continues, obviously, you're gonna have to make a pivot at some point. Um. Yeah. Rams wide receivers also both landed here. Cooper Cup six point one points. Caught four of 10 targets for only 21 yards. He now has back-to-back six-point games. Puka Nakua, 7.3 points, three catches on seven targets for 43 yards. He now has two of the last three games with 7.3 points or fewer. It's getting, like, real close to chaos. It's it's scary now because if Stafford doesn't play, who the hell is the backup? Is it John Wolford? No, Brett Ripon. Yeah, Brett Rippin. Rippin, Rippin, whatever. How many more games does Puka have to outscore Cooper Cup before everyone says Puka is him? A lot. Even though it was barely, barely barely outscoring him. Yeah, he had 7.3. We know Puka's good. Uh, I'm definitely confident in Puka moving forward and Cup still. But the scary thing is Stafford's injury and how much that's going to impact this team because they were desperately looking for a quarterback to kind of just find and plug in. Um. And even John Wolford, for some reason, didn't want to go. And the Bucks kind of protected Idiots. him by adding him to their roster. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Rams, wide receivers, you got to stay calm, but it's not looking pretty. It's going to be a big difference if Stafford's not the quarterback because he threw it so much. I don't know who yeah. it is. I don't know if they'll trust anyone else to throw 55 times. Yeah, hopefully Stafford is okay and able to get going. Uh, and hopefully he's not limited either because we saw how bad he looked limited last year. Yeah. Uh, what's up, Tom? Thanks for the compliment. Yep. We're going to keep it rolling. Zay Flowers, 6.9 points, five catches, seven targets for only 19 yards. Calm or chaos? I'm so calm. It's only his second calm. game under double digits and only his third game under 80% of the snaps. Like He's still, he's still what you drafted him to be. 100%. Yep. They didn't need him this week. They're playing the Cardinals. They were up big immediately. I they kind of needed him. <laughs> I don't know why they kept the close for so long. Yeah. Like they I mean they got out to the lead early is what I meant. And like the Cardinals weren't threatening their defense at all. Yeah. So but yeah, they will be fine moving forward. I think he'll have a better game against the Seahawks secondary. Uh Nico Collins, seven points, four catches on six targets for 30 yards. He now has three of his last five games with seven points or fewer. Yep. Chaos. It's a little chaotic. Chaos. It's got to be a little chaotic here. Um, he looked really good and strong early on. Obviously had two humongous games. Also had a few a uh, couple solid games, but last few weeks have been disappointing to say the least. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Same thing with CJ Stroud. It's the same thing for Nico Collins. Like I was a little bit chaotic there. I'm a little bit chaotic with the matchups coming up for Nico. So not great looking forward, but yeah, still has the talent. Maybe they can figure it out. All right, let's run through some guys that you might still have on your bench, uh, wide receivers you might have on your bench. And if you should still hold them or you can drop them now, hold or fold, starting with Josh Reynolds. Fold. fold. Yeah, easy fold. Oh, yeah. Hasn't broke <laughs> Hasn't broke 10 points with Amonra playing since week two. So easy fold there. Uh, Marvin Mims. Dude. Fold. He had his chance. He has two negative games in his last four games, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. That's absolutely <laughs> absurd. 
We got Matt in the chat, Nico Chaos agreeing. What did he oh, oh he fumbled? Oh shucks. What did he do to fumble he, and he's muffin pumps, I, mean, I believe. To, okay, I was gonna say what did he do to get a this one negative he has one rush set. for negative eleven yards. <laughs> and the other one he has a fumble. That's yeah, Marvin Mims not looking good. Uh, the only hope for him is Brandon Johnson just got put on IR, so they literally don't have any other bodies at wide receiver aside from Lil Jordan Humphrey. But <laughs> his, uh, his that offense points, is gross. His total points in the last four weeks is negative 0.7. <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> fold on Mims. Uh, Kadarius Tony 1.1 points. Fold, please. Fold, please. That one game where he dropped like a million passes. Yeah, it was fold week one. If you're still holding, you're insane. <laughs> Uh, Wandale Robinson, hold or fold? I'm holding. If there's I, one to hold, it's probably this one. But it's but you're like holding on. Out again? Yeah. Um, Barely holding on. Yeah. By a thread. I think you're holding just because uh, if he's able to go, Waller's probably going to miss some time. So they barely have anybody. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, Jameson Williams, hold or fold? Fold. If his name was anyone, anything else, we'd be dropping his ass. And he was he done right. the even so right. hold. What has he done the hold <laughs> anyway? Nothing. He's done nothing. He showed me nothing. Yeah. Um. I think you're holding for the upside if you still have faith. I don't know how much faith I have that he's going to be like a major contributing factor this year, more than like a boomer bust flex option. Um. So maybe. If, yeah. If you're really short at wide receiver, I guess hold, but. He's foldable if necessary. If you're with Matt, he's saying hold with <laughs> all of his might. But yeah. nope. The snaps mm-hmm. aren't there. I don't think they trust him that much. He's had a couple drops. He's we'll see. Heading on his unders. Uh Elijah Moore, hold or fold. I think uh, I hold. Yeah. They got yeah, rid of Donovan People's Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't I think, think he's doing much anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he has seven plus targets in five of the seven games, so he's still involved in this offense. It's just not leading to many fantasy points. Hold eventually if you need a bench wide receiver, maybe. Yeah, eventually he's questionable again, but I don't tr- I don't know how good he's going to be when he comes back. Last time he came back, he was ass. So <laughs> yeah, he's got a major injury. We'll see. Uh, Curtis Samuel, hold or fold? Oh, he's uh, still getting receptions. Yeah. Oh. Mm, yeah, you could hold definitely. He obviously got hurt this past game, so if that ends up lingering on, then it's definitely fold. Obviously, you don't want to hold an injured Carter Samuel on your bench if he's going to miss multiple weeks. He's not worth that much. Um, but yeah, hold for now. Tank Dell, hold or fold? He stunk as much as Nico, but I'd probably hold. I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah, I think I'm holding. He's got more upside than Jameson. Yeah, I'm holding, but I don't love holding. It since his huge two games, he's been pretty mid and also banged up. Um, Just want to see him get healthy and fully out there. Like he he was seemed healthy this week, was able to go play seventy eight percent of the snaps, which was his most since week two, but still wasn't pretty. So we'll see if he can kind of get back on track. Hold for now. Last one, two two Atwell, hold or fold. Fold. I'm folding. If if the other two can't be Very. good, two, two yes, not. exactly. Fold for sure. All right, tight end. Before we get on to trust or bust, Darren Waller, one point four points, twenty three percent of snaps, injured hammy. I think we're 
obviously a little chaotic just about the injury. Yep. yep. This could be a season ending for all we know. Yeah, they said it could be multiple weeks. So Waller, tough one. Daniel Bellinger might be worth keeping an eye on if you're desperate. Uh, Johnu Smith, 2.3 points, one catch on his only target for 13 yards. Is the Johnu run over? Uh, I would hold, see what he does with Heineke for a full game. Yeah. Prior to this week, he was still pretty solid. Prior to the week before, maybe. But. Yeah, the last two weeks, he's been a little bit down. But I think you could still uh, hold him. It's still a little bit calm. Like Tight ends are up and down for sure. And Johnu was bound to go down a little bit at some point. Um, yeah, Johnu Smith. Yeah, but still getting a decent uh, amount of the snaps, still out-snapping Kyle Pitts. So Let's see. Angus for a touchdown pass, potential touchdown passes. Yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, Dalton Schultz, 2.5 points, two catches on five targets for five yards. Pretty much every Texan on their offense it was on calmer chaos today. I'll hold. He was on a three-game touchdown streak, and then I started. I didn't start him any of those other games, so I guess I'll just never start him again. <laughs> yeah, on staying calm. I think better days are ahead in general. They have to do a little bit better than what they've been doing. Yeah. All right. Before we get into trust or bust, get a little bit more positive, talk about some guys who had great games. We're going to do today's sponsor, which is Fanatics. This NFL season, we partnered with Fanatics, the leading brand for NFL merchandise. Uh, we are basically past the halfway point for the fantasy season, almost at the halfway point for the regular season. Uh, so it's time to finally get out to a game, get yourself a new jersey, rep your favorite squad. Go to the link in our bio on all platforms. Take advantage of their sale going on right now to use code SPICED to get up to 65% off site-wide. Go out there, get yourself something nice, or maybe use it as a gift for somebody for this upcoming holiday season. Again, please go through the link in our bio. It is in our YouTube description. It's on our Facebook description. It's on all of the links and every bio on all of our social media platforms. Uh, helps us out a ton, and we greatly appreciate any support. All right. Yep. Trust or bust. We had some pretty big QB games. So let's start there. Sam Howell, 38.98 points. Almost wrote him off after his bad game last week, but 39 <laughs> of 52 for 397 yards, four tutties, and only one pick. He's Trust. like the ultimate like boomer bust quarterback. It's like it's like a rare thing to see. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the busts have been pretty bad. Nine against the Giants, and obviously, the, the game against the Bills was incredibly disgusting. <laughs> but besides, look at that. He's aside from that, great. though. Yeah, like seventy-five percent of the games, he is a top ten quarterback. Yeah. Easy. Yep. He's QB eight on the season. <laughs> um, I'm a little bit scared with this matchup against the Patriots, and I have to start him. But I'm, oh I'm still starting him. You know what Bill Belichick does. Bill Belichick with quarterbacks that are young is usually very good. So I'm nervous. But yeah. the Patriots have also been historically ass this year. So this I'm hoping true. Sam Howell can break through. We'll see. But I guess you have to trust Sam Howell right now. Yes. Kind of. At least be. after I mean, this matchup, he's very trustable. Yeah. Seahawks, Seahawks uh, Giants again, but this time at home. Dallas, Miami, there's some winnable games coming up for him. So, yeah, Sam Howell. Didn't think I would say it, but probably a top 12 <laughs> QB this year. Uh, next on the list, one I definitely did not expect, Will Levis, 36.62 points, 19 of 29 for 238 yards and four passing touchdowns. All Unreal. bombs. Can we trust Unreal. Will Levis as your quarterback? Uh. 
if the app's not playing on Thursday, I don't know if I can. Hell in no. General, yeah, I don't. I still don't know in general. I would definitely not throw him instantly into my lineup against TJ Watt uh, yeah. in the mm-hmm. Steelers defense. Um, they've been a little bit up and down. Their secondary definitely is beatable, but their D line is also terrifying, and they could make Will Levis's day a nightmare. So, <laughs> yeah, um, definitely not favorable to start. But I think he's worth a scoop if you're desperate at quarterback right now and need like a second guy. Yes. Worth a speculative ad for sure. Uh, Dak Prescott is Dak back 36.06 points, 25 of 31, 304 yards, four touchdowns, did throw one pick, also added 19 yards on the ground on four carries. All it took was for CD to bitch and complain. He wasn't getting the ball. And yeah, like, why are they not giving the ball to CD fucking Lamb? <laughs> Any getting too cute. I definitely, I, I, I wouldn't start him this week. Not at the link. Yeah, not at the not link. At the link. <laughs> if but, it was in Dallas, it would be considerable because Eagles secondary uh-huh. is a little suspect. But oh yeah, Sam Howell just torched us. He's gonna be rattled. Torched us. Yeah, but I think we can get to Dak a little bit. The Eagles can definitely rattle him a bit. Um, but the last two weeks he's looked good. I think he's definitely closer to being back than being ass um and after the eagles the schedule does kind of lighten up the giants carolina washington seattle the eagles at home uh he's got some more favorable matchups and the bills have been beatable as well later down the line so yeah dak leaning towards trust but maybe not this week yep Mm -hmm. uh joe burrow 33.62 points 28 of 32 283 yards and three touchdowns also added uh, 43 yards on the ground, six carries. He now has two of his last three games with 30 plus points. Is Burrow back? I believe I'm all so. the way back in on Burrow. Yep, same. Let's go. That's all I needed. Two games. Just uh-huh. needed that. A little bit of encouragement. 43 rushing yards is actually like so juicy and good to see since he was dealing with a calf injury. He's able to move around in the pocket, looks healthy. Uh and against same frame. Yeah. Destroyed that defense. So yep. Joe Burrow. Uh, slicing and dicing back start him confidently she's the yep. chill with these slow starts like next season just have a backup quarterback for week one and yeah. then put joe burrow in yeah you gotta wait a couple weeks for joe burrow to get warmed up apparently <laughs> but uh could have been the injury this year but uh Derek carr 24.3 points 19 to 27 310 yards two touchdowns did lose a fumble but 18 plus points in his last four games and 300 plus passing yards in his last three games. Can we trust Derek Carr? Can't. I can't because he's going to drop six this week. He's playing the Bears this week, though. Juicy. I know, but still. He hates throwing to his best players. Rashid Shahid is his best player. He passed 105 times and had two touchdowns. Yeah. (laughs) What is that? Yeah. The passing touchdowns really aren't racking up. They kind of get to the red zone and fall apart. So it isn't great. Matt's trusting Carr. Yes, he's starting in this week. <laughs> I think this week is definitely viable. I think in general, he's a decent bye week fill in. But outside of that, he's not like a trustworthy week to week starting quarterback. Not trusting him that much. Trustworthy for a bye week fill in. Yeah. Yes. Uh, different Matt in the chat. Do I trade Bijan Swift? And Devontae Adams for A Chain, Josh Jacobs, and CeeDee Lamb. I would say hell no. I would Let's also see. say Yeah. Hell no. 
I think Bijan definitely has better days ahead. I think Swift has been locked in as a top 12 running back at this point. Uh, A-Chain could come back and munch, but Jeff Wilson's also back in the mix. Uh, Mostert still looks solid. He's definitely going to be exciting and explosive. They want to keep using him, but we already saw him get hurt, so that scares me. Josh Jacobs has looked pretty mid as well, and C.D. Lamb definitely coming out party, but I think Adams has better days ahead, so I would say no. Right. Would not pull the trigger. And you still got to wait two weeks for A-Chain, so. Yep. Yeah. Pass it on that one. All right. Moving on to running backs for trust or bust. Jameer Gibbs has arrived. 29.9 points, 26 carries for 152 yards. Touchdown, caught all five of his targets for 37 yards. Now it's back-to-back 27-plus point fantasy games. Can we trust him even when Montgomery is back? Come on, who's not? <laughs> That's still him? the question. That's still the question. I think like he's not going to get the, that much volume when Monty's back, but I do think it's got to be 50-50. Like, it has to be 50-50. Yeah, that game on Monday, for Minimum. about two or three drives, he was the only player on the lines. No one else touched that ball outside of Jameer Gibbs. I was sweating. I had a 54-point <laughs> lead versus Laporta and Gibbs and sweating my ass off to pull, pull that win out because Gibbs was going bonkers. It literally took yeah. the last drive for you to get that win. Literally. Laporta dropped it. Thank God Laporta dropped it. Uh yeah, you got to trust Gibbs. Even with Montgomery back, the points have been too high. You got to keep all of them out there. Maybe their teams are so good that any running back can be good. Yeah, very well could be. That O-line is also solid, Even Craig so. Reynolds was looking good for when he played. Yeah, he had a decent yards per carry too. So, yeah, that O-line's been solid. The line's offense has been solid in general. Continue to roll Gibbs out there. Gus Bus Gus Edwards, 29.4 points, 19 carries, 80 yards, three touchdowns. Also caught both of his targets for 14 yards. Uh, 20-plus points in back-to-back games. Is Gus Bus for real? I can't believe it. I'm riding the, I'm riding the bus until he, until he bus can blow runs up. out of gas. <laughs> the volume's been there. Like We've seen the volume. The touchdowns are finally starting to come, which helps. I still think I'm still a little bit nervous that he's just like a touchdown-dependent RB2. Like You need him to fall into the end zone for him to have 10-plus points in most cases. He's probably not going to get you 100 rushing yards unless he breaks one. So that's the only thing that scares me, but the volume's been good. Uh, he's getting a little bit of involvement in the past game, but the the floor is a little bit low for being like an elite running back, but you got to trust him right now. Yeah. Continue rolling Gus Bus along until the wheels fall off. Uh, Seahawks should be a good matchup for him this week, so keep starting him. Javante Williams, 18.8 points, 27 carries for 85 yards, caught all three of his targets for 13 yards, and finally found the end zone. 12-plus points in back-to-back weeks. Is Javante back? 80 yards in back-to-back weeks. 27 carries for 85 yards, bro? No. No shot. It was his lowest yards per carry in the season. It was definitely not pretty. Uh, I think they were just – the Chiefs were obviously stacking the box – when the Broncos had the lead, but yeah, I don't know. As a Javante truther, it's obviously a bye week. We'll see what they do when they come out of it, but over 50% of snaps the last two games, finally, finally finding the end zone, still getting a little bit of involvement in the passing game to get him a little bit of a more safer floor. But I still think at best, he's a low end RB two right now. And that's at best. I'm still trying to figure out like, 
I like him. I'm still trying to figure out what the hype was going into the season. I'm looking at last season, and he had that one game. Yeah, Just the one game. Basically, his rookie year when he was uh, when he finally took over at the end of that season, he had a string of like 20 plus point games. Yeah. Uh, where he was like the the guy there. And obviously he was scoring a ton of touchdowns at that time too, but the Broncos offenses just look bad. They go at the bills coming back from their week, uh, from their bye. I mean, so blown out. Yeah. We'll see what happens then. But for now, Javante startable low end RB two at best. Shad white, probably the, one of the weirdest running backs this year, all the way up and down this roller coaster, but 17.9 points. Can't deny it. Nine carries, 39 yards, caught all seven of his targets for 70 yards. Seems to be Baker's go-to guy when they're down trying to come back, back to back 15 plus point games. Are we trusting Rashad White? I believe so. Yeah. I mean, he's going to, he's going to fall back down there at some point when he doesn't have like six or seven catches, but same thing I'm doing with Gus. I'm, I'm just riding it while I can. Yeah. I would agree with that. Chase Edmonds also back in the mix. Uh, did get a few snaps, but uh, we'll see if they continue to ramp him up. He hasn't played since like week two. Uh, did look a little bit okay with like his four touches, but I don't think it's really going to affect Rashad White's volume too much. He basically owns this backfield, so keep rolling him out there for now. Uh, last running back, Zach Moss, 14.4 points, 39% of the snaps, 11 carries, 66 yards, stole the touchdown from Jonathan Taylor, also caught his only target for eight yards. Taylor did have better yardage and more snaps, but Moss gets the touchdown. Can you still trust Zach Moss as a <laughs> RB2 yes, flex? Yes. Just when we can. thought we lost him. I thought he no, was gone. I didn't think that. T-Gods you... told us last week. said he still had 50% of the snaps. He is, he's definitely still startable. They're not going to just stop using them. Like. Yeah, I mean, this was his lowest percent of snaps, but I think in reality this should be the split moving forward, 60-40. It's just yeah. insane. So I do agree, but... Like, keep... I mean, he had six yards per carry. It's not like his. he was struggling. He will get his. Keep rolling him out there. All right, on to wide receiver. DeAndre Hopkins. Is D-Hop back? 34.8 points, four catches on six targets for 128 yards and three touchdowns. I hope he plays on Thursday because I'd like to see him actually be back, but I don't yeah. know. I think yeah, I need back. to see it again before I trust. Back? I need to see it again before I trust. I need to see Will Levis do it again, and I need to see D-Hop do it again before I'm like, all right, all right. let me all right. be fully right. back. I think he's definitely startable at flex this week. Like, If yeah. he plays and you... Are like need somebody to start. D Hop's definitely like it's gonna suck benching him and he goes off again. So <laughs> you're probably starting him, but I want to see it again before I'm like, yeah, I'm trusting D Hop. He's all the way back. Yeah, because right before last week he was looking like misery, almost like what the hell? That's am why I he doing was benched. Hopkins. So yeah, D Hop, uh, start him again, I guess, but not fully trusting yet. Rashid Shahid. 26.3 points, three catches, three targets, 153 yards and a touchdown. God. Are we trusting Shahid? I mean, it's like <laughs> it's like you have to. I guess you don't have to. Let's see what he's done. He's a bench wide receiver. To. He's definitely a bench wide receiver. He definitely should be owned in more than 46% of leagues because he has a solid like boomer bust potential if you're looking for a bye week filling at flex. Where like he could basically you're, you're, let's say you have somebody on a buy, you throw Shahid in your flex, he can win you that week if he has one of these games. 
Right. But okay. yeah. I don't think he's consistently startable. So So like it looks the the trend seems to be away games is when he goes bonkers outside of week one. So uh uh I'm just trying to make up a trend. I yeah. <laughs> I mean Derek Carr's seems to be stretching the field more, but I don't like 27% of snaps this week. I don't know how, like, he looked like he was, like, becoming a more focal point of the offense before that in terms of snap share, but 27% of snaps scares me a little bit. Yeah, so This should be Chris Olave. Definitely should be. Scoop, Shahid, don't start Shahid. <laughs> so I on Shahid after. Yeah, that too. Uh, Jahan Dotson, 24.8 points, eight catches, 10 targets, 108 yards, and one touchdown. Is this Hamdan's coming out party? No. Mm, he may have just been playing the Eagles. Yeah. Sam Howell's not throwing like 400 yards every week. It's just not. He has a couple times. but I know, I know. I, but you're right. Hamdan didn't do anything in those games either. So Yes. Curtis Samuel was banged up. Jameson Crowder somehow had became like vintage Jameson Crowder. <laughs> uh, weird game all, all around. Hamdan, probably the same situation as Shahid. I guess you can scoop him, but I'm not starting him. Definitely want to see it again before I'm trusting. Yeah. Uh, maybe more trustworthy guys coming up here. Gabe Davis, 23.7 points, uh, nine catches on 12 targets for 87 yards and a touchdown. Can we trust Gabe if he's getting volume like this? I can't. He's not always going to be getting volume like that. Bro. No way. I know, I know. He was so ass the last two weeks before that. Gabe Davis is the biggest roller coaster at wide receiver by far. Yeah. Not trusting as a consistent basis. I think he's just a bi week fill in a flex. Yeah. Can't trust or just a boomer bust flex. If you want to just take a shot, you need more points than plug in Gabe Davis and hope that he does this again. <laughs> but it ain't going to be consistent. That's mm. for sure. Devontae Smith. 22.9 points, finally got off of the bad streak he was on, caught all seven of his targets for 99 yards and a touchdown. Can we trust Smitty? I want to see it again. Bro, if I'm not an Eagles fan, like, I'm saying no. Like, no shot. Yeah, this was obviously a very favorable spot for Smitty to bounce back. That's why he was my start of the week last week. It just made sense going back to the Commanders. That was his last good game. He's a performed well against the commanders his last few games again shows up here but aj brown's clearly the number one here smitty's clearly the number two but he's still wide receiver 22 on the season he still had some solid games i don't know hard for me to fully go away from smitty all second round wide receivers this year stink yeah they're a bit up and down for sure so not fully trusting but you're there's like a 95% chance you have to start Devontae Smith in your lineup. Yeah, you're starting them, but you're not loving it. You're not. Yeah. Loving it. Yeah. You want to see it again versus the Cowboys this week before the bye. Give you a little bit more confidence heading into the rest of the year. Tyler Lockett almost wrote him off for dead. But, of course, when you think Tyler Lockett's not going to perform, Tyler Lockett always comes through. 22.1 points, 8 catches on 9 targets, 81 yards, and a touchdown. Are we back in on Lockett? Mm-hmm. I am. I wasn't really out on him, but two of his last three. That was yeah, a little negative. Really Less than ten points in three or four before this week. But yeah. great to see him back. Forget about that. Yeah. Lockett should be fine. Plus, they weren't like bad games. He was still getting five, six, seven targets in those games. He's still involved in this offense. He's not going anywhere. Keep starting Tyler Lockett. 
and keep an eye on Jake Bobo. Yeah, just one eye. <laughs> just one eye, though. One eye. All right, tight ends. Uh, we got a bunch of good games from tight ends this week, so let's run through them real quick. Trey McBride, first tier, 25.5 points, 10 catches on 14 targets for 95 yards and a touchdown with Zach Ertz out of the line. Can we trust McBride? No, because Clayton Toon's thrown to him. <laughs> Could be Kyler. Hey. If it's Kyler, I'm trusting. I'll trust Kyler's Kyler. way better than Josh Dobbs. I don't care. Like, that's clearly <laughs> an upgrade. Debatable. Even if Kyler has been, even if he's not going to be like fully healthy, I'm taking 80% Kyler Murray all day over Josh Dobbs. All day. Every day. All right. All right. All right. So I think I'm trusting McBride. I think he should be fine. They also don't really have anyone else outside of him in Hollywood. Rondale Moore is clearly doing nothing, and Michael Wilson is hit or miss. So McBride at a vulnerable position like tight end should be owned in every league right now. Mm-hmm. Man, I hate this guy. Taysom Hill, 22.46 <laughs> points. The do-it-all king is back. Can we trust Taysom Hill? Hell no. Maybe. <laughs> no. Three on. games in a row with 12-plus points. He just He's so gross. He's so gross. He's not. No, bro. He's not going to be scoring every week. He had two they keep running last him. Week. Yeah, you're right. I can touchdowns don't show on because they don't Super. show his rushing stats. They only show his receiving stats because he's technically a tight end, even though he's not a freaking <laughs> tight end. But they don't show it on the computer. No. On sleeper, no. They show it on the on phone. Yeah, they only show his receiving on here. So, yeah, Taysom Hill. I'm not trusting still, but he is definitely a startable tight end if you want to ride the Taysom train. Yeah, I do agree. Yeah, I mean, like he's good. there are plays just for Taysom Hill. He'll, yeah. Yeah, still he's going to be involved in his offense. He's, he's definitely, more startable than a lot of these other tight ends. Yeah, at this point, he's tight end 11 on the season. Obviously, he was super not involved early on, uh, not getting as many carries, but seems like they're trying to use him more and more. So if he continues to get snaps at – running quarterback, I guess, continue yeah. to roll him out there. A uh, question in the chat from Chandler from bird is the word pod. Check that pod out after this one, of course, uh, going forward, Laporta or Goddard. I'm conflicted. Still got to be Laporta, man. That's Laporta. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> As Eagles fans, you have to admit Laporta in fantasy has to be the guy right now. He is munching. Yep. Tight end three on the season, continue to put up solid games. Uh, he's getting hella targets. He's the number two, clearly, in Detroit. So, got to keep going yep. him out there. Where Goddard's, at best, the number two. If not, still behind right. Smitty. Yeah. Probably yeah, behind well, Swift. Yeah. He, he might be the two. He might be. But it's definitely more conflicted there than it is for Laporta. Uh, Cole Komet, after a big old donut with Tyson Badgett, came back and had a very solid game. Caught all 10 of his 10 targets for 79 yards. I did not realize that. Can we trust Komet? Uh, fuck it, yeah. <laughs> he was good with Justin Fields, and he's proven he can be good with He's tight end seven on the year, man. So I will take it. are just like I think the, the I think the zero <laughs> was a bit fluky versus the Raiders. Uh, that game was like super weird where the Bears ended up like up 20 points on the Raiders, like immediately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think in more games, Badgen's going to be throwing these garbage time passes or when it's fields, when he comes back, it'll be the same situation. So I'm still trusting commit right now. 
uh, Q, your boy, David and Joku, also had a solid game. Um, he had four catches, eight targets, 77 yards, and a touchdown. Can we trust Njoku? He's got 10 points in three of his last four. Mm, sure. I'm trusting. I'm trusting the most out of all the other people we talked about. I think he's definitely up there. I think Njoku is worth a shot, especially with P.J. Walker in. Um, definitely a little bit easier for him to throw it over the middle to Njoku than really continue to stretch the field. Yeah. Uh, in an offense, he's still kind of learning as he's going. So, Njoku, trust, uh, but still have an eyebrow raise. He also has an ankle injury, so something to keep an eye on there. Dalton Kincaid, 17.5 points, five catches, seven targets, 65 yards, and a score. Back-to-back solid weeks here now with Dawson Knox on IR. Can we trust Kincaid? I don't know. I want to, oh, but yeah. I just I still don't know this history of no tight ends really being successful with Josh Allen. I, agree, I can't recall but... the last one, but I mean, he could be the, the change. So as of right now, I will trust. I'm trusting because the Bills defense is no longer dominant. So I don't think they're going to be destroying these games anymore. Matt Milano getting injured obviously hurt a lot of the entry Davis way, I believe. So the big, their bigger players on defense are hurt. Their defense is going to be as dominant. They get, they have some tough matchups coming up too with like uh, games where they're going to have to be throwing at yeah. Cincy, the Eagles coming up as well. We'll probably try to, Beat the Jets, that's going to be a tough one. But in general, they're going to have to throw, and I think Kincaid's going to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Logan Thomas, he is back again, 16.4 points, six catches on eight targets for 44 yards and one touchdown. Can we trust Logan Thomas? Nah. I don't want to. Nah. I think he's semi-trustworthy, but, I mean, again – like T got said, 397 yards for Sam Howell's not coming every week. I think he's probably at best the third option on this team. I think he's probably tied with Honda on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're also using Jameson Crowder. Like this, this team's a little bit unpredictable, and I don't know if Logan Thomas is going to be that guy. And he is consistently banged up as well, already dealing with a heel injury. So um, not fully trusting Logan Thomas. But if you need somebody, he's definitely someone you could grab. Last but not least for tight ends, Jake Ferguson, 14.7 points, caught all four of his targets, 47 yards, and a score. Can you I'm trust trusting. Fergie? I'm trusting. Trusting. Oh, wait, I'm not trusting. I'm lying. I'm not trusting. <clears throat> the, no, Why not? The, because last three games, he had three targets, one target, four targets. It happens. It does happen, but I don't <laughs> like when that happens, and I don't, I don't trust that happening. Yeah, I definitely want to see the volume tick back up where it was in the first three weeks. Um, he's tight end 17 on the year, did have his buy, so that does impact it a little bit, but in general, not a huge fan of Ferguson, but I do think he's a, a low end tight end one in that, uh, group of fuck it. I'm starting a tight end. He's one that can start. Yep. All right, let's do some trade targets before we do some trivia. T odds, start us off. Who is your buy low this week as we get closer and closer to this trade deadline? Uh, my buy low is Kyron Williams. Yes, he still has a couple weeks to come back, but uh, I mean, if the person who has him you know, needs like is is in win now mode, needs to win. Uh, I think you could definitely get little a little steal from Kyron, and he could definitely be a league winner when he comes back. Uh, he's missed the past two weeks, and he's still the running back eight on the season. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I really like Kyron and. 
I think he has a lot of value for someone who is making the playoffs. Yeah, mm-hmm. I completely agree. I think Kyron's a great buy low, especially since he's banged up. Especially if you're a team that's winning, you need a running back. Go out there, grab him. Yep. Q, buy low. What do we got? Buy low is Chris Olave. It should be expected. Derek Carr is quarterback. Freaking be better. So unfortunate. Uh, he's he's seen plenty of targets the last three games, 10, 15, and 9, but not much to produ- not much coming from it outside of, I guess you can say, week six when he had 16. Uh, he should be putting up these Rashid Shahid numbers, and I do think it's very possible that he can uh, the second half of the season, but this is probably the lowest you'll be able to buy Chris Olave at. I yeah. hope you are correct, man. I hope so too. Olave to wake up and be my wide receiver one. Bad. Uh, Licky Licky Lips, a.k.a. Sam. Season going by so fast, can't believe we're almost at the trade deadline. That's facts. NFL season flies by. Yep. Uh, my buy low is Devontae Adams. It's been brutal the last few weeks. I get it. But this is probably the lowest you'll ever get to buy Devontae Adams in his entire career. Um, the Raiders just fired everybody, cleaned house. It's going to be a entirely kind of a new-look team, new-look offense. Uh, he's He's now stuck in Las Vegas, so he's staying there. He's going to want to make the most of it, and he's been down the last few weeks. He's still wide receiver 13 on the season. He's still Devonta Adams. He still can go off any given week. The targets are still showing up for him. I'm yeah. still in on Devonta Adams. He's healthier now. Better days are ahead. If one or two of those passes ends up connecting with Jimmy G in that game on Monday night, Devonta Adams has a completely different turnout than 2.1 points. I'm sure the Adams owner is frustrated in your league buy low right now mm-hmm. all right sell high back to you t gods who are you getting rid of i think i'm finally calling it quits on uh deandre hopkins I, uh, he did go off this week yes he had, he had three <laughs> touchdowns on four receptions and 128 yards like it was like, the flukiest game ever uh the, I'm just I'm so tired of the headache and like if I can get that headache off my team for something that is like not terrible like I'm doing it like he has three games this year where he's played under like he had like 63% of the snaps this week then he had 60% of the snaps one week he had 73% of the snaps 53% he's like he's not even just, on the field all the time he's like up banged up a little bit yeah he, he, like he's old he's I don't know <laughs> yeah. I just I don't want I'm I'm so done with D Hop I'm like I'm done I get it. Definitely a good place to sell high after that last week. People are all in on the Titans right now. And Will Levis, we'll see how much of the truth that is Thursday night. Q, sell high. What do we got? Sell high, unfortunately, is Jordan Addison, who's been on an absolute tear. But Kirk Cousins is down, which probably changes just about everything, whether it's Nick Mullins throwing in the ball, Jaron Hall, or Josh Dobbs. I don't think it's looking too good. And J. Jeff should be back. They say he might be back within the next couple of weeks. So that, there's your, there's another blow. Even though he was good with J. Jeff, now he's to deal with J. Jeff and a fourth string quarterback. So uh, this may be your last point, last chance at selling him for what it's what he's absolutely worth, or else. Yeah, he's wide receiver eleven on the year. You might be able to get somebody on the numbers alone and flip him into something nice. My sell high is Gus Bus Gus Edwards. I know it's been great the last two weeks riding this Gus Edwards high, um, but 
this is still the the Ravens. This is still Lamar's team. Lamar's going to steal a lot of these rushing touchdowns, which we saw early in the season. Even when Gus had the volume, the rushing touchdowns weren't coming. Uh, Gus has seven targets receiving on the entire season. So he's clearly not much of a factor in the passing game. This is probably the highest his value will be all year. So if you can sell high on Gus Bus now, I think that's a great time to do so. He also obviously has a history of uh, being banged up a little bit. So hoping he's able to stay healthy, hoping Gus Bus is able to continue this. But I think right now is a great point to sell high mm-hmm. if someone is interested. Yes. All right. That's it. Q, do we got some trivia today? Absolutely. Q, you missed a good list last week. Uh, what was it? Uh, quarterbacks. What was it, T-Gods? I don't remember what I had. Dude, I have the worst memory in the world. I, the first thing I thought when you said you missed a good list was, what was the list? It was, uh, <laughs> can you name all of the quarterbacks who have ran for 75-plus yards in a game since 2010? Oh, oh yeah, God. Yeah, that could be, like, yeah, yeah. anyone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all the obvious ones were there, but there were some ugly names. Curtis Painter. Dude, he's disgusting. Joe he Webb. So gross. Oh, Joe Webb. Kevin Hogan. <laughs> yeah, there were some ugly awful names. names. But, but yeah, the obvious ones were there too. Kyler Murray, Michael Vick, Russell Wilson. Yeah, easy. All right, Q, what do we got today? All right. I believe I have two questions for you. I'll have to look for the other one as I do ask this one. But trivia question number one. So on Sunday, Will Levis through four touchdown passes in his first start as a pro. Who's the only quarterback, active quarterback, I'll add, who has done this? So they've thrown four touchdown passes, their first game as a pro. They are a current quarterback. They are not starting. And I would say it was in the last six years. So a current quarterback in their first debut game threw for four passing touchdowns? Mm Mm-hmm. I'll give you another hint. They were in the AFC. Okay, definitely not who I was writing down. Were or are? Were. They're in the NFC now. I think I know who it is. I think. Let me think about some other backups. I don't know, though. I don't know if he started off that hot. Probably not. They they were in the AFC, right? Were in the AFC. When they threw the touchdown. Uh, who else is a backup? That could be Bobo. Could be Bobo, but that Bobo ain't like that. Hmm. I have a guess. I've guessed two, but I don't love it. I'm trying to think of other backups. Uh. Who else is a backup, dude? I'll give you 30 seconds. Hmm. 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 I'm just going to rock with what I got. Ooh. Oh, God. Wait. Wait. Don't hit me with that. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) My life be like 15 seconds. Mm. Deeks? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Do, I'm do good. you have a name down? 
I have a name done. All right. Who did you guys put? Marcus Mariota. Who's oh, that's a good zone. I I didn't know if this counted or not, but I wrote Tyrod. I think that's good too. That was my other guess. So. It was in fact Marcus Mariota. Let's go. God, I was between those two, dude. but I was like, I don't think he was as much of a passer. And then I thought about Q's Eagles bias. Oh, as more of a player that was on the Titans, but yeah, I know. But he's on the birds now, baby. All right. No, Matt uh, said Jameis. So bad. I wish Matt knew the conferences. <laughs> I thought Jameis too, and then I looked and said, oh wait, nope, nope. Bucks are in the NFC, baby. <laughs> and so we're yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Uh all right. I do have one more. All right. Um, this is an old question based off what I'm about to say. But uh, so the Jets beat Philadelphia uh, what was it, two weeks ago for the first time ever. They're previously 0-12 against the Eagles. What other city is currently 0-12 all-time against the Eagles? So there's only one. I guess – I don't know. I guess the only other team. But there's still a guess. team that has never been the Eagles. Yes. Yeah, it's a straight-up guess. But I already wrote it down. It has it has to be AFC. Yeah, it is AFC. It has to be because obviously we had to have lost to every NFC team. We play them way more often, <laughs> so it's got to be them. They're so uh, bad. I'm taking like the next. Where I'm just I'm taking the Texans. I'm done taking the Texans. I it, took the Cleveland Browns. It is, in fact, the Houston Texans. Fuck. Oh and six as the Texans. Oh and six as the Oilers. <laughs> Good John Teagues. Thank you, thank you. Good job, Matt, Mariota. He sucks. Matt, come on, brother. That's <laughs> NFC, brother. <laughs> he might have not heard purpose. us say that. He might have not Cardinals. heard us say that. Um, yeah, we definitely lost the Cardinals in the playoffs, sadly. Pain. PTSD. But yeah, David Johnson snapped on us one year. Oh, yeah, that time, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, that is it for the week eight recap. We'll be back tomorrow with our week nine preview. Again, if you are interested in using Fanatics, looking to get that special someone a Christmas gift or your buddy a Christmas gift or whatever, please go to the link in our bio. Take advantage of their current sale. Or if you want to buy T Gods a jersey, hook my mans up. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, link in our bio, all platforms. But again, make sure you follow us on all platforms as well Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Super Fantasy Bros. We are everywhere. Also, please make sure you check out the Old City Sports Network. We have a ton of good podcasts. Uh, if you are local to the Philadelphia area like us, ton of podcasts for each sport. Also, a ton of great sponsors over there. Got some new ones as well. So check out that website link in our bio. Also, that is it. See you guys tomorrow to break down week nine. Peace. <laughs>